The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I wanted to share with you some of your responsibilities when it comes to making money. I'm going to cover eight responsibilities, which if you own, you're going to make a lot more money and you're going to manage it well, and it's, you're going to be a master of it rather than a slave to it. Now, before I do cover these eight responsibilities for making money, I want to read you something. And this is from Mike Tyson. Now, I don't know if you know the story of Mike Tyson, but he, um, he was worth about 400 million at one point, maybe more, and lost it all. And he put something up on his Facebook page, uh, which says, and I will quote, I'll read it word for word. I'm the most irresponsible person in the world. The reason I'm like that is because at 21, you all gave me 50 or 100 million dollars and I didn't know what to do. I'm from the ghetto. I don't know how to act. One day I'm in a dope house robbing somebody. The next thing I know, you're heavyweight champion of the world. Who am I? Who am I? I don't even know who I am. I'm just a dumb child. Uh, I'm being abused. I'm being robbed by lawyers. I think I have more money than I do. I'm just a dumb, pugnacious fool. I'm just a fool who thinks I'm someone and you tell me I should be responsible. So I thought this was a good thing to read you. This is from Mike Tyson, because I thought it acts as a really good warning. Now, most of you listening and watching are probably not going to be in a position where you're a nobody and then you're worth 100 million or 400 million or you get, um, you know, forced into the limelight. But this happens um, and uh, there's a lot of very famous people that go bust having made 50 or 100 or 150 million. I'm going to cover some of them in a moment. Uh, and I wrote the book Money. And I was in £50,000 worth of consumer debt. And I turned my life around. Um, and I was able to become a millionaire between the age of 30 and 31. Uh, and, you know, make a lot more sense and, and have a pretty good relationship with money. Um, you're always learning, so I think you should always be a student as well as hoping to master money. Um, so the eight responsibilities um, when it comes to making money for you are coming any moment. Now, um, before that, if you don't take responsibility for your own financial position, you know, i.e. not being a victim, not being a product of your environment or your upbringing, you can't help how you were raised, but you can help and change the future. You can change tomorrow starting today. You can't change the past, but you need to take full and personal responsibility, not blame your parents, not blame someone else, not blame your employer, your boss, um, not blame your emotions, um, not blame your friends and people around you. You take full and, and, and personal responsibility for the actions you take. I mean, in everything in your life, but you know, when it comes to uh, making money and managing money, uh, now, there are so many celebrities out there that were worth 100 million plus, hundreds of millions, uh, and went wildly bust. So I'm going to list a few. Uh, Michael Jackson. 
Um, MC Hammer, 50 Cent, Nicolas Cage, Kim Bassinger, Dennis Rodman, Johnny Depp, to name just a few people who were worth 20, 50, 100, 200, 400 million uh, and lost it all. Probably loads of legal fees, all the entourage, not managing money, not tracking money, not knowing what they were spending, surrounding themselves with the wrong people, etc. So the eight responsibilities I think you can, well, I know you can take um, to make, manage and master money. And if you want a, a bit more detail after this, make sure you read my book, Money. So the first thing, this sounds obvious, but honestly, most people don't, don't even get close to it, is never spend more than you earn. Say it after me. Never spend more than you earn. Never spend more than you earn. And what you actually should do, uh, and there's a couple of areas to this other than the obvious. The obvious is if you earn three grand, never spend more than three grand. Um, especially not in, on consumer debt. Um, but what you should do is target an ever-reducing percentage spend of your income. So let's say right now you're spending 100% of your income. So you're not saving, but you're not losing. Well, then you target spending 90% of your income. So you're saving 20%. And then 80% of your income. So you're saving 20%. And then 70% of your income. And you can maybe get that right down to 50%, 40%, 30%. And then your wealth is going up and up and up and up. And this next one is really important. It's still on point one of never spending more than you earn. Never spend future money. So many people, they're spending money uh, on a future promise. They're spending money today that they haven't yet earned because they thought they got the sale. Or, you know, they spend before they get paid. Never, ever spend future earnings. Okay, point two then on um, your eight responsibilities for making money are um, save, invest, speculate, spend. So um, most people spend and then maybe save afterwards if they're lucky. But in this order, you should save, invest, speculate, spend. Now, of course, you've got your bills, you've got your um, outgoings. But if you save, I don't know, 10, 20 percent of your income, you invest, say, 10, 20 percent of your income. Speculation are risky investments, you know, where the reward might be big, but the risk might be big. So therefore, you could lose out. And then hopefully, you know, you're probably in a good position if you're spending 70 percent of your income, maybe 80 percent of your income, depending on how much it is. If you can get under 70 percent, you're doing well. If you can get under 50 percent, you're doing really well. So save, invest, speculate, spend in that order, as opposed to the other way around where most people are spending and then there's nothing left to save, invest or speculate. Um, okay, the third uh, responsibility then is becoming money independent. So being, be, being money independent means you have assets that create residual income or um, there are no reliance on other people for your income. Now, uh, by the way, sometimes you've got a job and you're reliant on your employer. And if you run a company, you're reliant on your clients and customers. So there's always some reliance. Don't get me wrong. But dependence, you don't want any dependence uh, on other people for earning your money. Um, and hey, look, you know, you might be in, in a marital partnership where you, you, you're a team, but you've got dependence on another person. Maybe you need to think about, OK, what income stream can you set up? What can you do for yourself? Even if it is part of the partnership, it's, it's something that you bring. You know, if you're in a job, how can you make sure you're indispensable and irreplaceable from that job so you can't just get made redundant or fired? But you need to become money independent, not just financially independent, money independent. OK, fourth responsibility then is don't let your emotions dictate your spending. So, so many people are spending when they're in fear or spending when they're in elation, you know, retail therapy or I'm spending a lot of money on lawyers and contractors because they've got themselves in a, you know, a, a, a deep, difficult situation. But your highs and lows of emotions will cost you money. So try where possible not to spend when you're emotionally volatile 
um, uh, yeah, and try and manage your money such that you're investing and spending when you're more neutrally, um, you're, you're more emotionally neutral. Um, so, you know, if you do, if you are a bit up and down and high and low, which, you know, I'm quite a, an emotional guy, try and just wait before you make spending decisions or investing decisions um, and, and let those emotions subside and have a bit more of a balanced view. Okay, point five then is um, you want to get wise people around you. So a big common trait in Michael Jackson, MC Hammer, 50 Cent, Nicolas Cage, Kim Bassinger, Dennis Rodman, Johnny Depp and all these people is they had a lot of hanger-oners, an entourage, paying people that they didn't even know what they were doing. Were they actually adding any value? All the lawyers, all the, you know, the people that were, that were managing stuff that didn't need to be managed and they weren't keeping an eye on it. Whereas if you get wise people around you, mentors, business owners, the opposite uh, of Mike Tyson's crew, um, people who give value and add value as well as take, people who earn you money as well as uh, spend and cost you money. Um, that is really important. Uh, and, you know, you want to have a periodic cleanse of the people um, around you and make sure that people lift you up, add value, fight, got your corner, got your back, accept you for who you are. Don't just want you for your money. I have had, um, you know, a, a few people who want me for my money, if you like, or... Um, I have to be careful of that. And I'm no Michael Jackson or 50 Cent or Dennis Rodman by any stretch. Um, responsibility six then is you must measure and monitor your money. You must track your spending. You must track your net worth. You must understand how many months cash flow you've got um, without making any money before you burn all your savings. Um, so you must know that, that monthly figure, that monthly survival figure. Um, you must know what percentage of all your income that you um, spend and therefore then save or invest. You cannot master what you do not measure. And a lot of these people said they were earning all this money and they didn't know where any of it was going. They just weren't tracking it. All right, then point seven, responsibility seven is avoid the huge money drains. So avoid the liabilities and the lawsuits if you can. So, um, you know, there are big money drains out there, liabilities such as, I don't know, cars or depreciating assets um, or things that you're buying for a tenner and they're immediately worth a fiver if you're lucky. You want to avoid those huge money drains um, and try and, um, you know, when you spend, try and buy stuff in the sale or try and buy stuff where, um, you know, you get maybe... Um, a bit off the asking price or it's already depreciated or you buy it second hand so it hasn't got a massive um, amount to drop. Yeah, and try and avoid any of those expensive lawsuits or, you know, um, sort of where you need lawyers, solicitors, um, forensic accountants, etc. in um, because obviously that's a massive drain on your resources. And then responsibility number eight is to find happiness in other ways than spending money. So I do actually get quite a lot of joy, transient momentary joy, don't get me wrong, it's not deep fulfillment or happiness or contentment, but I do get quite good feelings from um, spending money. So um, I have to care, be careful with that and find happiness in other ways, find happiness in myself, find happiness in hobbies, find happiness around and with your children, um, you know, and your family, going to places, sunsets, vinyl, music, friendships. Um, but, you know, a lot of people do find happiness through spending money, earning money. And um, that's fine as long as you can put it in a box and understand it for what it really is. And you're not reliant on that and it doesn't become an addiction. All right. So let me summarize these then. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Exercise, Darren. You're 100 percent right. That uh, obviously feels really good and fulfilling as well. Um, so um, 
I believe it's your full and final and full full and final responsibility to manage your money, to be responsible for your money. Don't give it to chance or anybody else. Take responsibility and make sure you follow my eight um, rules, if you like, or responsibilities when it comes to um, making and managing money. One, never spend more than you earn, especially future earnings. Target an ever-reducing percentage of spend against your income. Number two, save before you spend. Save, invest, speculate, then spend. Number three, become money independent and try not to rely on other people. Try and have assets that create income. Try and be indispensable in your job or your career or what you do so you can always earn your own money. Number four, don't let um, emotions dictate your spending um, and be more balanced and, and come off the highs and lows before you make big spending or investing decisions. Number five, get wise people around you, people who are good with money, business owners, um, you know, people who offer value and give value and, and support you and want you to succeed. Number six, you must measure and monitor your money. You cannot master what you do not measure. Number seven, avoid the huge money drains like liabilities and lawsuits. And then number eight, find happiness in other ways other than money. So this will actually be put live on the Money Podcast. So I do a Money Podcast once a week. I don't know if you know I have a Money Podcast. It's done over 100 episodes. So you can subscribe to that on Stitcher or iTunes. If you're watching the live video, please could you share this? I think there's not enough education around money out there. I want to get the education on money up. I want to help you have a better financial education so you can make more money and be more wise with money and, and use it for uh, good causes as well as your own personal needs and desires. Um, and I think the more, the better people are with money, the more that there's going to be in the GDP, there's going to be a, a greater economy. Um, so I think that it benefits us all to help us all. Uh, and if you do like my content and my work, please could you share this, whether it's the podcast on audio or whether it's the video, I'd be really grateful. I want to get my message out to more people. Um, my uh, personal vision that um, I've had for many years now, um, which I am on a mission to achieve for as long as I'm alive, is to help as many people on this planet start and scale, scale their business um, and to get a better financial education. And then my foundation um, looks to achieve that outcome for young and underprivileged people. So um, any help you can give me in sharing my content helps me achieve my mission and vision. And, you know, you know, I've got your back when it comes to courses, content property, business, personal development, you know, money, marketing, sales, all of, the, um, uh, all of these areas, uh, I'm going to be continually putting content out there for as long as I've got a voice. I love you all. The critics can't stop me. The haters can't stop me. The people who turn on you, they can't stop me. No one can stop me. I'm here for life. I love you all. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.